Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pops and Hisses, a music podcast where you hear from the artists you love. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, I sat down with Matt Folkt and Crystal Hartford of the band Hartford Folkt. You might know Matt from the indie rock band Head of Femur, and he met his wife, Crystal, in Chicago while in that band. They started singing together right away, but it took until this year for them to release their first album. I first heard the duo at a Connor Oberst concert a few years ago in Omaha. Uh, Matt and Crystal opened the show, and I loved what I heard, and I am happy to say their album captures the vibe I heard that night. I sat down with a couple recently and their daughter to talk about the new record, how they picked the cover songs that are on it, and talked all the way back about how they first got together and first started making music together. Real quick, I want to remind you that you can listen to Pops and Hisses podcast and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But right now, it's time for Crystal and Matt of Hartford Folked. Let's get into it. So what have you guys been doing this last year? <laughs> so yeah, we finally, so we've been working on the record for what, two and a, two years? Two years and change. Okay. Um, at Adam uh, Roberts's, him and his dad built a studio out of their garages. Okay. Over by, um, well, it's actually really close to ARC, the other mm-hmm. studio, kind of in the backyard. <laughs> um, we've been working on that on and off, you know, between childcare and work. And uh, we've just been at home a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like anyone. <laughs> uh, I work at La Bouvette and they opened in August. So I went back there crystal works half from home and half at film streams okay and they're not really open yet they're just doing private rentals yeah. uh which has been fun yeah yeah have the whole movie theater to yourself <laughs> i've um, thought about doing that just to go see a movie and feel comfortable without having other people around well let me know yeah it's, it's pretty affordable too so yeah um, I started a band uh, with a friend over COVID, like a friend that's been in my bubble. We got tested. He moved back to Omaha. Um, from New York City. Yeah. just We have this band called The Breakers that it's like he sings and plays guitar and I play drums. So we've been doing that. We're, we're about to record soon at ARC. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Oh, that's cool. Uh, who's that? His name is Chris Yamber. He... Um, he lit, he grew up here like I did. We went to school together and then he left. Um, he made a couple of tapes in the nineties for Simon Joyner and Chris Deaton's um, Sing Unix label. Yeah, yeah. If you remember that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of his only thing that anyone around here would know about maybe, but they'd have to be like in their forties to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's been fun. And we're, Crystal and I are trying to get back into it, you know. Uh, we're going to try to do some internet shows, I guess you could say, like mm-hmm. something. Like streaming stuff, yeah. Yeah, like we, Instagram Instagram shows like or live. maybe Twitch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. We need to start playing again. Yeah. Yeah. In Is some it- capacity. I'm, I'm what I call a very bad guitar player, but I know enough to have fun with it. Uh, but, you know, I'm not used to playing shows, but I'm used to going to shows. So it's really weird to not 
be at concerts like with a bunch of people and like feel that kind of thing and i can't imagine what it's like uh to play concerts your entire life and then just be like i haven't been on stage i've played everybody in forever yeah 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 it's there's a there's a definite yearning for it yeah not right away like but sometime over the late summers when it started hitting me i was like oh man I'm sure a certain amount of a break was nice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At first it was like, this is... The isolation was cool at first. Cool. Got a lot done around the house. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> that, right? Painting and... We painted this room. Projects and... <laughs> all that stuff that had been kind of sitting on that list of stuff to do, I got yeah. done in the... F like, by May. Because <laughs> I hadn't... Like I said, I'm, I don't play a lot of shows, but I mean, I usually go to two or three a week. Mm -hmm. oh and i just was i was home all the time and yep. like i used to pick up the occasional bartending shift and stuff and uh, that wasn't happening yeah, where, I, just where you mm -hmm. I did it in places around town or would do like the college world series you know for a yeah. an in, very intense couple weeks uh mm -hmm. and then for the last like couple years i'd been doing it in plattsmouth nebraska where my wife is from just at oh, a cool. uh well, that would be uh, fun small town bar which is fun and laid back it's a nice oh, yeah. place yeah those are those are like my favorite. Yeah. Small town bars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, since March, I, man, I've bartended since I was like, I think just after I turned 21. And uh, I'm the first time I haven't done it in forever. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's way weird. It's too late, though. It's like three o'clock in the morning is, it's rough. Oh, yeah. He oh, used man, to close little weavers and it was like, so late he would get home yeah, yeah. We, we moved back here like five years ago and i mm -hmm. i was working yeah wherever i could get get work yeah. get work yeah it was pretty late yeah those uh 2 a.m bar closed was a great idea in omaha unless you were working it really <laughs> love it mm -hmm. love it so you guys so you worked on the record a lot like last year right and then did kind of finished up at arc was that how it went we had what one we had one full day at arc yeah one one full day um in i think it was two years ago 2019 <laughs> yeah it just popped up on my memories. Oh. We had two more songs that we wanted to add. We had eight songs and we were like, let's make it 10. Let's make it an even 10. And um, Adam is the studio manager over there. Yeah. So he got some, he had some free time that he had personally and he just gave it to us, which is very nice. Yeah. Awesome. And um, yeah, and we got, we got Mogus to play some string stuff on there too, which really added to the record. Um, yeah. He did like, pedal steel and mandolin and 12 string electric and it was great to be to have him on there you know to be back playing with him a little bit we didn't play with him per se but <laughs> he played with us um him and i used to play in opium taylor years ago oh yeah right um when we were in the dorms <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice to have him on the record a little bit and um yeah we just kind of worked on it whenever we could get over there whenever adam had time whenever we had time and felt good to finish 
<laughs> yeah, because you guys have been worked on this for a while. So we worked on it for a while, yeah. And we weren't sure what what we were gonna do with it. Like at the end, I just wanted to get it done and out. <laughs> but now um the guy Alec at the label, there's a little label in North Carolina. Um he is talking about maybe doing some vinyl, which would be great if it was a, cool. a, if it wasn't very many, you know. Um because locally all all my friends and acquaintances and it's getting good reception like better than i thought <laughs> i just thought that it'd be just like oh <laughs> you know there's matt and crystal's little project and they finally put it out yeah isn't it cute and nice but it's getting nice i'm getting a lot of people coming to me telling me writing me telling me that they love it so it feels really good you know to my surprise for some reason <laughs> that's awesome yeah i i feel we feel good about it i mean i think that it's making us maybe want to take it a little more seriously this project yeah well funny when it's something that you're just like ah this little thing we're doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess there's just this you don't want to ever like expect anything really you know you don't want to you know you don't want to get your hopes too high exactly in the, it's a i think it's like a music band being in a band thing yeah. shouldn't get, ever get your hopes too high because there's so many letdowns in it yeah and so you i feel like when you get older doing it you're just like yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's funny i've had this conversation with two different people recently yeah it's like uh the th- the thing, the thing you never thought would be a big deal ends up becoming people get really excited about when it's the thing you pour your heart and soul into and you're like, this is going to be the big, the big one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then then don't give a shit about that. Yeah. (laughs) Like I was talking to a classic. Yeah. That's not to say that we didn't like, you know, this has been, we've been together as a band for since 2014 yeah so you know yeah we had a band in chicago the same just a different group of people Mm -hmm. so it's uh, yeah it's definitely something that we've been working on but yeah it's just the reception's been really nice you know oh yeah especially when like you live in a city that (coughs) is very everyone not only does everyone have a band but they're all really good <laughs> you know like we listen to our friends music and it's just like this is insane i can't believe this is just people casually walking around in the city making this yeah music. I, and they're all 15 years younger than us <laughs> <Him. laughs> i had a friend who, who moved to omaha um and we would hang out at a place and he'd be like oh my god that's that person from that band and that person from that band and he just thought like oh maybe they recorded it here or people didn't actually live here i'm like no they're all real people and yes they're like everybody knows each other and it's all really cool and casual and yes everyone's that talented <laughs> it's, is- so funny, yeah. it's yeah it's i don't know it's it's pretty great so it's nice yeah. that people are choosing to listen to our record amongst all the records yeah we're in there too we're in there somehow so that's exciting. Um, it's great. I I love the record. It's really fun. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. Both the originals and the covers. And that was one of the things I was going to ask about is how did you pick some of those cover songs? Like they're 
there were some really interesting ones in there to me, but they all kind of fit the vibe of the originals too. Like it all messed well together, even to the point where some of those, if you didn't know, if you didn't recognize they were songs by other people, I just wouldn't, you wouldn't have any idea that they weren't your songs. They just mesh so well. Well, that's, that's awesome. That's so good to hear. And we played it. We've played them for a while, those songs. Um, and we would just pick them weirdly. Like we'd just be listening to records in the garage in the summer. And after you listen to this record or this song, maybe 10 times, cause you're into it. You think like, this would be fun one to try to actual play, to actually play it. The Al, that's how the Al Cooper one, I think, came around. Yeah, the, the Please Not One More Time. It was a, it's on a Roger McGuinn solo record. Yeah. Oddly. Matt would listen to this record. It's fantastic. Which record is it? It's called Peace On You. Okay. Weird I'll name. Check it out. 1975, Roger McGuinn. And he, and he covered it. So it's just, these, these songs have been covered, right. recycled down the line. But Matt would listen to that record so much that I would be like, oh, you're listening to your boyfriend again? And we just have this ongoing joke about Roger McGuinn being his boyfriend. And he's like, yes. Got really into Roger McGuinn in the garage. And uh, <laughs> we have a record player in the garage. Yeah, yeah. As one does. Yeah. As Mine is right there. I come down. Yeah. yeah. It's right behind me. <laughs> Off camera. That, that one, we brought, <laughs> we brought that one to the band and they were just like, Oh yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> and that piano and drum marry so well. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. And it just became this like they're all like, okay, this oddly fits, but it's weird. It's not like the folky folk rock shit that you usually play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it fits weirdly. Yeah, that one um, was super fun. Um with the like Lauren Nero song with Stony End, like mm-hmm. So when we first got together as a couple, Matt had this uh, Stone Ponies. It's a, yeah. It's like a Ronstadt, Ronstadt Stone Greatest Ponies Hits collection Ponies. record thing. Stone Ponies. Called Different Drum. And it's fantastic. Like she, you know, she's like the queen of covers. She's incredible. And um, she's on, she covers Laura Nero. And I was like, what is this song? Like, what is this? And we just, from there, just kind of spiraled into this, like, whole Laura Nero thing. And, like, mm-hmm. she's incredible. Like, <laughs> the band was learning Stony Inn, and they're like, how many chords can she use in one song? This is, <laughs> this yeah. is amazing. Um, so that was, like, a huge uh, discovery for, I know me personally, was, like, her music is just incredible. And, and then you realize that she wrote, like, you know, Bill, I love you so I always will. Yeah. Which I always remember being in um, My Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she, she's like a hidden gem. <laughs> and she wrote Eli's Coming and she's just... Yeah, tons of songs because like the Stony End version I know is the Barbara Streisand one. See, and I right. didn't know about that one until yeah. like way later and I was like, holy crap, even Babs covered her, you know? Yeah. Like, she's a... Laura Nero's like a musician's musician. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. She, when you read those music books but the auto the autobiographies or whatever, she comes up, you know, Oh yeah, one of those people that everybody mentions because everybody knew them or used their music or yeah. Exactly. Yeah, um, but not the lay the lay person would be less likely to ever bring up her name. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she has been a huge discovery um, for yeah. me personally. Um, so then we tried to like, there's certain fun things about um, Linda's version that we kind of wanted to bring in, and then 
we or tried to mesh original version is so together. rad so we were trying mm -hmm. to kind of like mesh them but then also kind of make it our own so that was super fun um <laughs> what else is on there there's another bird song bugler that they didn't write Somebody yeah bugler yeah bugler is like the saddest song because it's about a dog dying and it's like this and Super nobody sad. i don't think any people it takes people a while to like realize it but it's like yeah. well it's <laughs> such a kind of like upbeat kind of rambling birds like yeah. i said uh, the birds that version it's kind of song you don't recognize you're like oh no oh my god he died <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that yeah that one definitely i feel like sounds like an original mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then willen of course we we had a band version of that on there that was that we thought was pretty good but then the guy at the label alec was like you know i've heard this live version of you guys doing it on youtube for some there's our cat in, in uh, some <laughs> obscure chicago live taping show um this place called dz dz records and so he's like really pushed just to use that stripped down version we had a we had the regular band version from from Adam's recording, um, mm. so that was kind of a hard decision to make. Yeah, uh, but I, I think we're happy with it now. Yeah, totally. I've always loved that recording. Uh, we haven't seen the band because of COVID, so we'll see how they feel about yeah. it. <laughs> you guys, here's the record. Sorry, no, no. Sorry about that part. It was kind of a last minute switch too. So um, there. But they're a great band, by the way. You should know that. Um, mm -hmm. These guys in Lincoln, they're, they they did so well. It's like Ben and Mike from Head of Femur. And then yeah, uh, yeah. this guy, Daryl, uh, on bass. He plays a fretless bass. Rivers, he's, he's awesome. He's a Lincoln guy. And then Ben's dad plays keyboards. Which <laughs> oh, that's <is> cool. <laughs> Rodney Armstrong. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to going down to Lincoln and jamming with those guys again soon. I don't know when that's going to be, but yeah. Right. Yeah. It so sucks. There, you uh, put a record out you can't celebrate this record with your band or with anybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's been so many people I've talked to lately. They're like, well, yeah, I'm just at home. It's like release day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll make some uh, fancy dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll pick up some bubbly from the store. Yeah. Right. Have an extra glass of wine tonight, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's, let's be real. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, I think we're going to jazz up our two to three person show and try to do some online yeah. performances. And um, I don't know. I saw that Slowdown is doing some like some live stream shows. Yeah, they've those have been cool in the um they've had like they've hired the full live sound uh to do them so they sound really cool. Yeah. I mean like I watched especially cuz the summer like you were talking about Matt just like missing live shows I was doing a lot of like watching live streaming. Um and I've had so much fun watching people in their living room with a guitar uh oh, yeah. you know playing from their practice studio <laughs> they've all been great. Um I kind of some part of me loves the just like hey we're playing in our garage sort of thing because it just feels more fun and intimate and yeah uh, laid back and you wouldn't you would never get to see that right, right. in real life you know <laughs> like it's really impressive so. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of people there's a lot of musicians out there that made it cool that like they were smart enough to be able to do stuff like that and they they like made it cool and interesting and um kudos to them for being able to do that yeah yeah it's like yeah takes a hidden talent to do that (laughs) yeah and like i I love it too because like if you have a lot of know how to do it great if you just set up a phone and like play a guitar with your camera phone yeah smartphone facing you like that works too mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's true like a lot of people i guess yeah a lot of people just use instagram just to for yeah them right? guitar, you know lots of that yeah i saw like jeff tweedy just like he does is looks kind of bad <laughs> but he just turns <laughs> his phone like vertical and just streams it on instagram but it's it's great <laughs> Yeah. Like because it's him, so it's it's just like he plays he's shows. Doing that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's um, he looks a little different these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been enjoying the quarantine life, I think. Yeah, haven't we all? Yeah, right. <laughs> Does Volko have a new record right now? They had. Yes. It oh yeah, a couple out. months though, right? Yeah, it's been a little bit. It came out last year. And like like everybody, I think they made it before the uh, before everything, and then now they're just like, well, we're at home. We did tour. <laughs> they did tour, right? Yeah. Glenn, um, Glenn Kochi puts cool stuff on Instagram of him playing drums, and and then he writes out the part. Oh, does he? That's cool. Yeah, it's, I've been watching that because his drum set is crazy. Yeah, well, that's like good. That's one of the last shows I think I went to before. Big shows was at uh, yeah. the Orpheum. Yeah, yeah. So it was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. That was so good. Oh yeah, you saw it. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, you, were, you guys were talking about the band, but you guys also had like Arenda and Christine were on the record too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, sadly, they both moved. So. I know. <laughs> but uh, I mean, they're some of our best friends anyways but since matt was drumming in in high up too mm-hmm. so we were when we originally recorded that <laughs> this is maria by the way uh-huh. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> um when we originally recorded when we were when we played stony end in the past matt and uh daryl would sing uh backing vocals and then we realized uh, matt one day was like why don't we just have women background vocalists <laughs> it just makes sense yeah. i want to so, do i want to do a lot more of that in the future that was rad that they made that song for me like having people that good sing back up that's great oh my god i was like um <laughs> i think they're like too good <laughs> have you ever checked out like bob dylan's like gospel records yeah 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 yeah, like that kind of I want that kind of backup singing is like been flooring me. That he had like four or five women singing and they were singing so much. Like you guys were singing together before, but uh did you meet like playing in bands and stuff, or did you meet before that and then started playing together, singing together later? We were both from here, but we met in Chicago with right. a mutual friend. Yeah. Um, I don't know, baby. Mike Elsner from Head of Femur was working with Crystal at a Whole Foods. Yeah. Okay. 
And I went in to visit him. And I was like, you're from Nebraska? I'm from Nebraska. Yeah. And so we met in 2005, but then didn't start dating until 2010. And then... When we started dating, we just... Um, we were like, why should we... Why wouldn't we be seeing together? Let's try this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then finally got something together by 14. By 14, and yeah. Then yeah. Played some pretty cool shows at, in Chicago at... The hideout and hungry brain and coals and different places yeah yeah, yeah. We, we had a really great band there too so a lot of people helped us form form the songs you know yeah it's so much more fun to, to have a band than, yeah. than to just for us than to just be a duo mm -hmm. right some people want to would rather just be two um but for us, it was always more fun, like more of a party to have it. We're always just like, we're so lucky that we have like super talented friends. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know. We are lucky, yeah. Yeah. So, um, feel, one of the questions I want to ask was, how does it feel now to have the record? Does it feel like 10 years in the making, we find we have this thing? <laughs> Kinda, yeah. yeah. Yeah, looking back, you know. Yeah, every time I see Adam, he's just like, man. I can't believe we're done. Finally, we're done. Because we were, just, we felt like we were being done for three or four months. Like, are we done yet? No, there's this one more thing. No, there's this one more thing. Even like, oh God, it was like a week before we released the record. We went back and rec we recorded some, the vocals for Changing of the Days. Because mm -hmm. we didn't like them very much. So we went back. So even like oh, oh. a week before the release, like we yeah. were back in the studio again. Oh, it's so much easier to do that now. I mean, yeah. I, it's kind of incredible, actually. You don't have to, like, be in a studio and do a tape overdub and patch it all in and... Uh... Yeah. And now it's like, <laughs> boop, boop. Yeah. Done. Yeah, the original idea was to have a studio in our basement, like a makeshift one, but that hasn't happened yet. We've got all the equipment. We've got a piano and all the drums and everything you'd need, but the it's just... I'm not good with computers and I haven't got there yet, but I, that would be cool to have our own little yeah. recording studio. It's a lot to do it. Like I've just tried to set up a, just a small like vocal booth to do this. And like, I do some voiceover stuff too. And wow. it's uh man, it's nice. hard. like, it's hard just to get everything set up in the space. It'd be like as, as soundproofed as you can make it. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot. Of yeah, totally. Yeah, you really need need time and money and yeah, the know-how. But that's why Omaha's great for all this though. You got you have you're so you have so much privacy. The houses are farther apart. The mm -hmm. you know it's all so much more affordable. There's the space is nice. That's for right. Sure. We were basically getting pushed out of our neighborhood in Chicago. I mean, we we left on our own, but uh yeah we were lucky though there we had a house with a basement oh did you yeah that's rare <laughs> it, it, yeah we were it was we were lucky but leave it to the people from nebraska to be able to find that because that's what the, those kind of people want yeah right? <laughs> yeah that's true but i mean the basement was like caving in there was dirt pouring in everything's so old and the pipes and the yeah. oh man they're gonna just bulldoze those places <laughs> soon yeah well and, i mean like you were saying yeah 
affording a house in Omaha and not, it's not hard. And like, I feel like we don't have that big of a house, but I look at friends that live in other cities would mm-hmm. pay for my home would pay 10 times as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's like, once you move back from being in big cities for so long, you wonder like, why do these bands want to move away? They got it made at places like Omaha and yeah. Lincoln and whatever, Des Moines, Iowa city, Kansas city. They got it made. You can, you can be a band so much easier in those places and leave yeah. and come back and afford everything. <laughs> well, you're looking at differently, like 20, if yeah, probably more than 20 years ago, 30 years ago, there wasn't the infrastructure for all that stuff. I mean, especially in Omaha, there were recording studios, but it was different and expensive and everybody didn't, couldn't just do it on a laptop. (laughs) Well, that's a good, that's a good point. You know, that's true. I guess if they wanted to record all the time, they'd have to be somewhere else. Right. Yeah. But like now you you do it from anywhere. And like you said, it's cheaper. If you're going to even, especially if you have a bigger label, it's going to help you out. Your money's going to go a lot further here than it would in a number of places. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and I would understand why somebody like the Faint would stay in Omaha as long yeah. as they did. Mm-hmm. Just like bands that were doing, that were on that level, you know. They could they could buy warehouses to put the video <laughs> installations in, and right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's funny. You know, um, we'd like to like someday like start a restaurant slash venue. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're kind of we're foodies people and restaurant, you know. I work at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Be a cool idea. I know Simon had wanted, had the same idea to do a sort of a restaurant venue. Yeah, yeah. If he'll ever do it, or that's just weird right now. Obviously, but... yeah. Right now it's weird, but I feel like Omaha's the place to do that. <laughs> people would be yeah. totally to that between food and music, like no brainer. Seems like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like going going forward, you guys have. I know it's like everything's up in the air. Any plans <laughs> other than the live stream stuff? I mean, maybe that's all you can do. Well, we've talked to Alec Farrell at at the label, and and he lives in Durham, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and I were in that band, the Holy Ghost, together. If you remember those guys, right on, yeah. Um, he he has agreed and wants to tour with us as a as a multi-instrumentalist mainly guitar but i think that if we can work things out with our daughter and stuff we could do like two weeks on the road for this record yeah that'd be awesome whenever that time comes about sucks that we got rid of our van (laughs) but (laughs) we kind of had to um yeah but yeah, that's that's a loose plan right now. We'd like to do the East Coast for two weeks with him and form, get some more people on board. I don't know that we could get the Lincoln Band because they're pretty tied down to their jobs and kids and stuff. We might be able to get some of them, but yeah. if we kind of form a new band, I think we could get two or three weeks out on the road and right, right. It'd be great. I, you know, maybe get this thing on vinyl and possibly CD some stuff to sell. We have t-shirts already. Um, awesome. But I think that'd be really fun for us because we love to travel. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and we haven't been anywhere in so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other plan is to write some more, some more of our original stuff mm-hmm. and 
and find some new covers. And I think maybe getting another record sooner than later would, would, would be good for us. Would be Right. And now might be the time to do it too. Yeah. That's true. Actually. <laughs> yeah. That's um, and then I think some videos on the horizon too. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you. So enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, good to see you. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Matt and Crystal from Hartford Folk. Subscribe to Pops and Hisses on your favorite podcast app or head to popsandhisses.com where you can listen to the podcast and find more music news, reviews, and interviews and podcast episodes. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and you can follow me on Twitter as at Omaha Music Guy or find my page on Facebook by searching Kevin Coffey. My last name spelled C O F F E Y, by the way. Thanks to Herdat Media for producing the show, and I encourage you to check out Herdat's network of podcasts such as Hollywood Raw if you're into entertainment, The Chicken Nick Show if you're into sports, Meathead Test Kitchen where they talk about food and fitness, or Drunkonomics for drinking and, well, economics. Find them all and lots more at herdatmedia.com network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Hold up, media production.